Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Return to Room 217. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lee. And this is Ghost Town. out our month of hotels with one of the most spooky, inspiring, and maybe most infamous hotels, maybe probably of all time, the Stanley Hotel. If you remember, we actually covered the Stanley Hotel in episode 29. But now, after seeing it for myself, experiencing its creepiness and reporting it back to you, this episode has a little bit more. My thoughts, firsthand accounts, and like, not just a bunch of internet resources like usual. Well, some internet resources, but not much. Let's return to the Stanley Hotel, just in time for Halloween. Estes Valley is this quiet, beautiful mountain valley an hour from Denver and about a half an hour from Boulder, Colorado. It was mostly pretty chill, but changed forever in 1862 when the Irish Lord Earl of Dunraven IV visited, coveting the wild, beautiful lands home to wandering tribes of Ute and Arapaho into his own sportsman's paradise, a private hunting preserve all his own, in kind of a Wild West big game fantasy. In 1903, New York investor Freeman Oscar Stanley, he invented the Stanley steam engine and a steam-powered horseless carriage, came to the valley for a remote vacation, weak and gaunt from consumption. Stanley and his wife, Flora, spent the summer in a tiny cabin. And to everyone's astonishment, after one summer, Stanley's health was better than ever. From then on, Stanley came back to Estes Park every summer for the rest of his life. When he first committed to summers in Colorado, however, Stanley realized that he needed a place to stay that was kind of a big deal, fit for a genius of industry and maybe a place where a couple of friends could stay comfortably too. So in the middle of the Colorado wilderness, we have F.O. Stanley and his wife, Flora. They had just purchased a bunch of land from Lord Dunraven to build the property that would become their home and then the Stanley Hotel. That's when Dunraven exits the story, soon after he was run out of the area for trying to swindle other settlers out of their land and money. The hotel itself opened in 1909 and was impressive, probably more so than any place back east. It had electricity, telephones, bathrooms in the rooms, rare for the time, a staff of uniformed servants, and a bunch of automobiles for guest use. With the hotel, the town grew, too. 
1917, it was an official municipality with running water and a power plant. And there it was, a big deal in the middle of nowhere for almost 60 years. Famous guests include the unsinkable Molly Brown. We did an episode on her. She lived through the Titanic and more. John Philip Sousa, Theodore Roosevelt, the Emperor and Empress of Japan, lots of Hollywood celebs, you name it. But by the 1970s, the place was going downhill and probably would have been destroyed if it hadn't been visited by, you guessed it, Stephen King. In 1974, Stephen King and his wife Tabitha spent one night at the Stanley Hotel. Stephen King talks a lot about his stay in interviews because it inspired his most famous work, The Shining. At the time of his visit, King was living in Colorado and writing a book with the working title Dark Shine, set at an amusement park, but he wasn't really feeling it. Some locals suggested he stay in Estes Park, and so they checked into the Stanley Hotel right as it was shutting down for its winter season. When checking in, they got room 217. After his wife went to bed, King roamed the halls and went down to the hotel bar for drinks. His mind was working overtime, experiencing the remoteness of Estes Park, the hotel room, the total eeriness of the whole place. According to one interview, when King went into the bathroom and pulled back the pink curtain for the tub, which had claw feet, he thought, what if someone died here? In that moment, he said, I knew I had a book. Other sources say the two checked in and were served dinner in a crazy empty dining room. One interview says, quote, except for our table, all the chairs were up on the tables. So the music is echoing down the hall. And I mean, it was like God had put me there to hear that and see those things. And by the time I went to bed that night, I had the whole book, The Shining, in my mind. In another retelling, King said, I dreamed of my three-year-old son running through the corridors, looking back over his shoulder, eyes wide, screaming. He was being chased by a fire hose. I woke up with a tremendous jerk, sweating all over, with an inch of falling out of bed. I got up, lit a cigarette, sat in a chair looking out the window at the Rockies, and by that time the cigarette was done, and I had the bones of The Shining firmly set in my mind. Of course, the book was a hit and put the hotel back on the map. Let's talk about what I did for the hotel and my peace of mind after the break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot There's a brand new water out there. I bet you're thinking, we don't need another brand of water out there. That's where you're wrong. Dead wrong. You may start noticing cans that look like tall boys of beer in the water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's mountain spring water from the Alps called Liquid Death. Why is it called Liquid Death? Because it will murder your thirst. And the tall boy cans are infinitely recyclable and will bring death to the plastic bottle. Liquid Death donates 10% of profits every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore. Most plastic you throw away in a recycling bin actually just gets sent to a landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and actually profitable 
for the recycling facilities. I love drinking from an ice-cold aluminum can. It's just better. It does look just like a beer, but it's not. It's mountain spring water. And if I'm being honest, chugging a liquid death is the only time I look or feel cool. If you sell your soul and join the Liquid Death Country Club, you'll receive a free t-shirt with your purchase of water. Just go to www.liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Free shipping is valid on two cases of water or more. That's liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Or grab some at Whole Foods and 7-Eleven. So The Shining rejuvenated the hotel and made it a big destination yet again. And when I went there, it was overrun by tourists. They had put in this kind of mock labyrinth hedge maze. It was a lot of fun, but like people were there just to to be there. When I toured the hotel, a lot of people thought that Kubrick had shot The Shining there. This is not true. They did shoot the 1997 TV miniseries version of The Shining there, so that's something, I guess. In 1994's Dumb and Dumber, the hotel was used as a location. The main characters in that movie also thought The Shining was shot there. Again, it was not. In fact, one of my favorite stories has to do not with The Shining or, like, spookiness around The Shining, but with Dumb and Dumber. So before Dumb and Dumber started shooting, Jim Carrey really wanted to stay in room 217, which he did. He got to. But in the middle of the night, he ran down to the front desk, sweaty, and demanded a different room. They were all full, and it was too late. So the production moved him to the Holiday Inn about 15 minutes away. To this day, he won't stay in the hotel, even while they were eventually filming there and put up the cast and crew, and will not talk about his experience at all. Maybe there was something to the Stanley and Carrie's experiences, because many people have seen ghosts there, and the hotel built up its reputation as a place that was very, very haunted. There's a whole ghost tour that you can go on, apart from the history tour that recounts the ghosts of the hotel, of which there are many. I went on this tour. It was chock full of ghosts, as promised. I'm going to talk a little bit about this tour, and we're going to start in the lobby. So in the lobby, there's this big Model T. It's really beautiful, restored. People say Stanley's ghost sits behind the wheel, and he is seen around it, protecting it. There's also an Otis elevator from 1909 that moves by itself. Not to be outdone by her husband, Flora Stanley will be seen going down the grand stairway. This is giant, beautiful stairway that goes runs through the middle of the hotel. And some say she was obsessed with the dead and used to conduct grand Victorian seances. This is typical behavior. Guys would go and drink and shoot pool and women would have seances. Uh, just Victorian after-dinner fun. But Flora was particularly interested in keeping company with the dead and is sometimes seen in a full, beautiful black dress holding court on the stairs in the lobby where she felt most at home. Then there's the lodge. The lodge is an area outside of the hotel. It's kind of originally where Stanley and his wife lived. Right now, it's still a music venue, multi-purpose space. A beloved caretaker named Paul lived there from 1995 to 2005, where he died of a heart attack shoveling snow. You can see him sometimes shoveling or upstairs in the lodge where the concerts are held, kicking people out, or if you hear someone swearing muffled in the background, it might be him. Other people on the grounds include Lucy. We have an actual picture of her. The tour guide showed me this woman, a teenage runaway, actually, from the 70s, and she will pull at people's clothing and cause a lot of trouble around the lodge. There's a creepy guy named Dennis who gropes women in the bathroom and hallway. There's ghosts of tourists. There's a nine-year-old boy who's seen on the top of the stairwells giggling, having a good time. 
in the basement, there is a tunnel and it looks like a hatch where you go inside and you can kind of be in the bowels of the hotel, very dark. And it's really unrefined. It's not like a basement that you would think of. It looks like a quarry. There are huge deposits of quartz, a material that absorbs and conducts psychic energy down there. A construction worker named Pierre was killed in the basement in 1908 when the hotel was being constructed, and you can hear him shout and sometimes hear his footsteps in the tunnel, sometimes a a French word, a whisper when you're there alone. There are, of course, lots of little children who hang out in the hotel. My tour guide assured me that they had happy experiences and were returning to the hotel to relive, you know, summers in Colorado, in the mountains, playing sports and, you know, being with their childhood best friends. Hard to say. But there is a photo of two little girls that were found in the tunnel that I will share on Instagram that is absolutely terrifying. And not like a photo where it's like, oh, maybe I can make out someone. It looks like two little girls hanging out behind a rock in a basement. It's awful. If that's not spooky enough for you, the Stanley Hotel was the first place that a benchmark paranormal method was used, then known as the SP7 Spirit Box Experiment, now known as the Estes Method. In January 2016, yes, that recent, three paranormal investigators, Carl Pfeiffer, Connor Randall, and Michelle Tate, were brainstorming a new way to make contact with the dead. They thought, what if they isolated noise from a spirit box? Spirit boxes are popular ghost hunting devices that have radio frequencies. Certain words pop out, and they're said to do that based on spirit manipulation. So this thing is listened to by somebody. This person who's listening to the spirit box has headphones on and a blindfold, Then a person who's not listening asks a question to the person with the spirit box, and they answer the question based on frequencies and feelings that pop out to them. So they try this in the lodge, the concert hall, and I guess it worked. Quote, while Connor sat quietly, eyes closed, listening to a direct feed from the SB7, Pfeiffer began to ask questions pointed at the ghost in the Stanley. To his surprise, Randall began to spit out answers, and they were making too much sense to be coincidence. Oh, sure. If you want to stay at the Stanley and you don't care about what room, it's pretty easy and around $300. If you want to stay in 217, though, or one of what they call their spirited rooms on the website, rooms with high paranormal activity, including the famous Stephen King Suite 217, there's the Ghost Hunter's favorite room, 401, 407, and then 428, it's a little bit harder at around $500 a night. And 217 on Halloween, they can fit you in in about seven or eight years, so book now and plan ahead. Since I'm such a dumb and dumber head, I want to know what room Jim Carrey stayed at at that Holiday Inn. Oh, (laughs) return to the Holiday Inn. We'll do that in a year. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.